Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Uh, this is a special episode. Brad Williams, my co-host, uh, still up in San Francisco, doing the uh, morning radio DJ uh, gig. Live 105 in San Fran, if you're up there, listen to him. He's hilarious. Uh, it's a Kevin Klein show that he's a co-host on. And uh, Brad's up there. Uh, he'll be back down here soon as we uh, knock out some, uh, some big guests coming up. We've got Gerard Carmichael, Melissa McCarthy, and Dane Cook uh, all coming up. Uh, and uh, but today's episode, uh, friend of the show and star of NBC's Undateable, which is coming back, season two. Brett Morin uh, is coming back. Uh, you guys loved him last time, so um, we do it up again. We drink, we sing, we talk about uh, his crazy. <laughs> he just went on the Oddball tour, which was this uh, ten to fifteen thousand seat uh, amphitheaters with you know Louis C.K. and Mark Maron and Bill Burr and Chris D'Elia and Hannibal Burris and Sarah Silverman. It was just insane. Uh, he went to Vegas with our buddy Adam Devine and and <laughs> just got into some trouble. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Brent and I always have a good time, so uh, you're going to enjoy this episode. Of course, rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, comment on it, uh, and uh, tell your friends. Get it at uh, aboutlastnightpodcast.com um, and, uh, and uh, all our tour dates. Uh, Brad's obviously taking a little break from the road, but uh, I've got a lot of dates coming up at adamraytv.com. We'll be at San Diego, the Madhouse Comedy Club, October 16th through the 18th. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, the Las Vegas Laugh Factory over New Year's. But uh, there's some other dates going to be start popping up. Uh, and then when I'm in, in town in Los Angeles, uh, Laugh Factory Improv Comedy Store. All those dates are at adamraytv.com. Follow me on Twitter at adamraycomedy. Follow Brad at FunnyBrad. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's it. All right. Sit back. Enjoy this very special episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brent Moore. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. You're a friend of the podcast, but a What'd friend in real life first. What did you just eat? That was gum. I took it out of my mouth for a second and put it back in. I had a split moment where I go, maybe I'm going no gum on this podcast. But you know, I was like, you know what? I like the gum. Yeah, people love the gum. Cheers, by the way. Hashtag gum. <laughs> Never been done before. <laughs> Something that no one has ever, unless you're Wrigley's Listen, everybody or out there, hashtag gum. Bazooka Joe doesn't even hashtag gum. Hashtag Adam's gum. <laughs> you gotta make hashtags, dude. That's where the money is. Is it? Oh, when you post on Instagram or Twitter, yeah. how big into hashtags are you? Because some people pride themselves. Yeah, I, I try not to. I'll do one or two, maybe three. I think once you go past that, you're doing it like as a joke. Like, like Kevin Hart does it well, but he'll do forty hashtags. Are they funny? Yeah, they're funny. And or is it real? End, like where you can see a picture sometimes of a comedian will post a gig in Arizona, maybe myself, and they'll post like the picture of them in the comics on stage, and they'll put hashtag stand up, hashtag comedy, yeah. hashtag Arizona, hashtag buddies on stage. Yeah. Like just what's happening? I think Kevin starts with like hashtag strive for greatness, hashtag 
<clears throat> hard work pays off. But then as it goes, it'll be like hashtag too many hashtags. Hashtag, <laughs> so he like gets it. All right, that's funny. God, he's the best. He is the best. You know, you know, I got to act with him. I'm on an episode what? of Real House Husbands playing his agent, playing Russell Simmons' agent. Really? It's me. I got to improv with Kevin Hart and Russell Simmons. Oh, that's It comes amazing. out in November. But and here's the thing. I had two lines, mm-hmm. and they were like, and again, we were just talking about because you just got something that was straight offer because you're at the point to where sometimes you don't have to audition. Yeah. And that's great. Hell yeah. So this was a straight offer, but they were like, it's two lines, but they're like, but you get to improv with Kevin. And I was like, well, then for sure I want to do it. Yeah. And then I, I turned it into probably like 10 lines. Yeah. And at the end of it, Kevin was like, gave me a big high five, and he was like, man, way to, way to turn a, uh, a mole into a, wait, way to turn a, an ant into a molehill? What's the saying? Way to turn I'm, a I think he was, way to turn a molehill into a mountain. That's what he said. Oh, that's cool. Because he was like, because basically, I'm Russell Simmons' agent. We're at dinner, and Kevin comes up and pitches Russell's idea, and I kind of interrupt him, like, who the like, what the fuck? We're having dinner, and then I'm like, all right, what's your idea? And he pitches me at the idea, and so I just kept chiming in and interrupting him and asking questions. Yeah, because he was so dude. The dude is so locked in. Like, yeah. he's producing and writing that show, and yeah. then on his BlackBerry between takes, and then when he steps in for a take. Spits out a whole monologue, and then when I was like, I'm gonna try to fucking jab in some improvs and see if I can yeah. get some more lines. And dude, he didn't miss a beat. And and like yes, ended everything I did, which made my part bigger. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, he's the man. Okay, you just burped and blew into the mic. That's a little 5:30 whiskey breath from Brent Moore, who walked nine miles to get here. Jesus, why did I do that? <laughs> you had a meeting at Paramount, and then I called you. And I was meeting like, is sounds cool. I had an audition yeah. for a sh- um, show. To play a hot guy, and everybody was so hot in the room. Like, <laughs> charming, too. Charming. A guy had his own little water bottle that he brings to Jesus. auditions, which hot means that he their, knows. It's fucking got, frustrating. They've got a whole other set of like things. Good they, boots. They had good boots on, too. <laughs> not, like, not like boots that worked. Pants, they were just tailored. And, and you were saying they all knew each other. They all knew each other. They yeah. all knew each other. <laughs> and they're doing There's the, an underground hot up? guy club, man. I'm like, what's up, bro? I'm like... But like hot guy, not like Jared Leto hot guy with like dresses in silk. This is like, this is the hot guy who, well, has like a good, like a really good photo of him with a, his golden retriever next to a truck. Where you're oh, like, God. where you're like, okay, all right, yeah. like you might. And that was one of four trucks he decided to pick to put in the yeah. picture. And he's just kind of like, I just love the outdoors. Oh, I love God. my wife. Jesus. I'm, you know possibly slightly racist but like not yeah, but oh, in a just, fun way yeah just kind of fun racist <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> my dad was like this because he used to build shit out yeah. of wood and so i inherited some of those points but then i rebel and like marry someone black or and something. then you're like well shit so yeah <laughs> i mean you know because then they have the cool looking kids with the blue eyes yeah and Ooh. he's always got some like, i don't even know <laughs> that an alternate family the cool looking kid with the blue eyes i was like first right. off i was about to say was that inappropriate and i said is that it <laughs> i just said is that inappropriate oh my god jesus brent <laughs> point is i bombed the audition for for it's a two scene audition. Jesus, where you get to possibly make love to uh, Brooklyn Decker. Jesus, which if you don't know who she is, uh, by the way, get out get outside of the house or pick or get the internet so you can Google. <laughs> She's always outside. She's a- <laughs> you know, I got to do a video with her with her and Divine and Payment Benz back Jesus. in the day for Tyler Spindell. He was doing some sh- uh, short oh, um, yeah, commercials for Just Go with It. You oh, know, because yeah. he gets to uh, mm-hmm. Sandler's uh, nephew. He gets to direct scenes and and he got to do some stuff for Sony. And he d- we're doing a viral video and it was Brooklyn playing poker with the guys, but she was like more gross and more of a dude than we were. Yeah. And so it was Adam, myself, Payment Benz playing poker and Brooklyn Decker. She couldn't have been cooler. Yeah. She also couldn't have been hotter. Yeah. She. How tall is she? 
dude, six nine. She came in. <laughs> she came in thirty four double D, thirty two pant waist. Um, that's, that's not her. That woman. was her my sizes when I was twelve. Uh, but she, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was a fat kid. She was so dude, no makeup, just yeah. like and and just chumming it up with us. And then I'm just like. You know, hot and that cool, and she was like just game for anything. And then I saw her in New York when I was visiting uh, uh, some uh, uh, friends at SNL, and she was there watching the taping. And I see her at the after party, and I'm like, I just did this video with her. That's grounds to go see yeah. what's up. So I go up to her, I go Brooklyn, and she goes, Hey, and I'm like, Doesn't matter. She doesn't know my name. That's fine. <laughs> the big hey. If you don't give a name right away, you know they don't, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't need Brooklyn Decker to remember. You know, my birth, I just yeah. need to, to see the face and go, and not go, I'm sorry, but or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tell if the hay is coated in a, who the fuck are you? you yeah, know? it's like f- six E's are in there, like, yeah. hey! <laughs> then you're like, Because they extend the hay so that you'll maybe fill it in with, like, you remember me from yeah. the, and they can continue the hay into mm-hmm. a, yay, no, yeah, I, hey. I don't really know. It helps them think, too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. shit. It's a stalling mechanism. Uh-huh. But anyway, all right, so you possibly would have gotten to. Uh, what happened after you said hey? Did you guys talk? Did we? Uh, or was it a walk by? No, it was. A, she just. It was a crosswalk, and it was like, "You going yeah. to the party?" And she goes, "Yeah." And I go, "She goes, you going too?" I go, "Yeah." I go, "I go. We should uh, call up our boy uh, uh, Tyler and see if we'll, uh, we can do another." Uh, like I tried to call. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Bucket. Which is nice. That's actually a really good way yeah. to bring it up to, yeah. for her to be and like, "Oh goes, yeah." And she had. She didn't skip a beat. She goes, "I know, right?" She goes, "God, I was such a pig that day because she had to stuff her food and was out yeah. her face with food." I go, "I go. No, you look great. You still look great." And I was like, "Well, oh, God, all right, man, tone it." Down a notch. Crosswalk pick me ups. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you there, Andy Roddick. Yeah. Yeah. How's Andy doing? His last game last week. Anyway, you're already gone on the other side. I saw him cry and you cried. And that made me cry watching it. All right. Yeah. I'll see you at the thing. Do you have a plus one? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, do you ever, has that happened to you? I mean, you have now gotten to be around some pretty. Um, Cool people. Well, women, famous women. Like you were just telling me when you and uh, Divine were in Vegas. And, right. And how we were talking about how, you know, he's our buddy. We know he's famous, but it's going to another level because you were saying you don't know who was coming up to him. He is. Well, the thing was like, uh, and he would say this too, he was presenting for a band named Bastille. And it was like, we Can they do the... Um, I'm going to be an optimist about this. That song. Okay. Which, well, by the way, kinda, yeah, I got to be honest with you, I had fucking zero idea who they were. But you heard the song. Yeah, I knew the song, but we yeah, were both wondering, how do, you, how do you pronounce this? Because we didn't know if, like, you don't want to get out there and be Bastille. And they're oh, like, Oh, Jesus. And do it with an accent like yeah, you just did. Yeah, Bastille. <laughs> but, but we were like, we get, we'll go there straight from a jet. We're on a private jet with Randy Couture. And it was, it was weird. And I could tell I was, and I know Adam was. Uh, I well, I can only speak for myself, but I know for a fact that I was trying to make get him to laugh, and I got him to laugh. He wasn't paying attention Couture? to us, yeah, but he would laugh sometimes, and yeah. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, checkmate. Technically, I beat you up, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's in my head. That's our form of yeah of victory. And then he came in the same car with us. He was with uh, he's on Dance with the Stars. He was with Karina something. She's a dancer on it. Sure. And so it was the four of us in this car. Uh, to the event because Adam and I had to go from the jet to the event, which because it's like. By the way, that's what's great about just events like yeah. that where they're star studded is like 
you're going to be traveling with like mm-hmm. I, I mean there's think about the combos that have existed out there there's probably been like Carrot Top Harrison Ford yeah. Tia Tequila and fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> All chilling in a private jet. They're all presenting at the, the greatest. We hate AIDS ever. benefit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. honestly because I didn't know anything about it. I just he said, "Hey, do you want to go on a private jet to iHeartRadio thing?" How many hours like, prior? It was a day before. Because I would, I would guess you need five minutes to even consider yes or yeah, no. Yeah. First thing went through my head. I go, oh, I got a show at the factory, and I said, "What the fuck? No, what I'm, am I doing?" Like, yeah, I was Shut like, up, "Yeah, I'll Brent. go. I'm going." And then I went. I went. We're on the jet. And as we're going to the jet, because I don't know much, I was thinking, is it just me and Adam on a jet alone? And then he goes, I wonder who else is going to be on this jet with us. And I went, oh, okay. So I said, I had zero idea what's going on here. Yeah. He goes, yeah, it'd be other people from the event. And I just said, please be Harry Styles, because I knew that they were there. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I didn't know how big this festival was. I looked I it up radio, yeah. when I was in Atlanta in the airport, because I was bored. And I said, oh, let me see who's on this festival. I think it's bigger than the Grammys. It was like Taylor Swift, Coldplay, One Direction, Nicki Minaj, like... Uh, Chris Brown was there. Usher was there. It KP? Was, uh, who's KP? Fuck, dude. Katy Perry. Come on. Oh, man. no. Katy wasn't there. Katy, Katy would probably be a fan of Adams, too. That would be cool. If that that blow my mind. But, like, yeah. All, Who was coming up to him? Well, what happened was is then he goes and uh, we go out there right away at the event. And you see, like, we, they were like, do you want to see what it looks like? And we're like, yeah, because we were backstage. So we go and Taylor Swift is opening the show. And so we're watching Taylor Swift. Yeah, I saw the video you guys yeah, posted. Yeah, just kind of being goofy and fun. But then Adam takes a moment. And he goes, oh, shit. And I go, what? He goes, I have to go up there. Because it's like you forget that you like, have to present. Because you're at a concert. You're yeah. like because they had different celebrities presenting different, uh, different bands because it's 20-minute sets. And I was like, well, let's see. Because well, Ryan Seacrest was presenting Coldplay. So we were like, let's see how he does it. You get an idea what it's going to be like. Se- taking a, a page out of Seacrest's book. Seacrest. Crushes it. Amazing. This is what he does. And you, we could see the prompter, and Adam's like, good, there's a prompter, and it's huge and stuff. And then I'm watching prompter and listening to him, and he's ad-libbing a little bit, but just making it grammatically correct. So not only is he reading this perfectly, he's correcting it oh, and Jesus. making it better. That's and I was like, status. dude, this guy's got it. He's done it, it before. Yeah. Adam's a fucking star, dude. Then I stayed and watched Coldplay, and then I found the VIP lounge. And ran into Skylar Stone, a buddy of ours. Yeah. Probably been on this. Yeah. And uh, free drinks. I was just gone. And then I was like, well, I've got to get a picture of Adam. And so Adam's, <laughs> there's the main stage, and they have this stage, uh, like, the same, it's in the, the other direction. Yeah. And so he's on that stage. His mic's not on for the first <laughs> 20 seconds. Oh, God. So I'm like, oh, boy. You know, some people chatting and stuff. And but you he's have like, no idea. But you just see his mouth moving because it's a big jumbo trauma, nothing coming out. And then he just goes, Bastilles, when you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> like kick in and then he comes back to us well first i go where are you i'm in the v- this vip lounge on the the side of the stage you gotta yeah. come this way because this is where everybody was everybody was kind of like hot chicks and so stuff. you could go from the vip lounge back into the audience you could just yeah, kind of go come back in the audience or i can go backstage so it was like who were you seeing by the way this is like i who was i seeing yeah coldplay killed it i mean like as you're walking back and forth though oh you yeah you see that- people i saw chris brown i saw like uh you said Jennifer Lawrence stopped Adam. Oh, well, yeah, that's what happened, because then Adam has to do press in the back, and he says, like, uh, he gets a tap on the shoulder, and it's Jennifer Lawrence, and she's just like, oh, you're hilarious. And Fuck. I was like, Jesus, man. And I was like, doesn't, do you ever think, like, you know, we're at the improv, and so, like, do you ever think this, how cool this is? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's not not aware of it. He yeah. goes, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> the best is Chris Brown, though, because, like, he was walking by, and he had, like, some big ass dudes with him and he would just walk by and he looked intimidating as shit he's taller than you think walks right by me because we're going this way he's going the other way and he just sees adam and still not smiling goes what's up man and adam's like what's up dude 
and like pats Adam on the back as he continues to walk. And I'm, Adam's in front of me. So and I'm like kind of like looking back and forth. And I go, Adam. He's like, yeah. I go, that was Chris Brown. He goes, I know. I go, you know Chris Brown? He goes, no. I go, but he knew you. He's like, yeah. And I go, and Adam goes, my life is awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is man. just kind of like, because we're two comics still yes. at this fucking event. Yes. Like, Jesus. Because guess what? Where'd you come from prior to that? Like, a gig. Yeah, where, where, in Atlanta. It, that's awesome. 200 seats. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it, you're around college kids that are like. Yeah. D- didn't know who I was and are just kind of like there because yeah. they're like, let's do this, this is the before event. we drink. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. Um, that is. Uh, that's a, a crazy because you just don't. Um, also, what's funny is that like Chris Brown and Jennifer Lawrence, all these people who aren't comedians. I was just talking about this today with a, with a buddy. People, everybody wants to be funny. Mm-hmm. Every being yeah. funny is the shit. Mm-hmm. And if you're a pro at it and you're fucking like, it's what you do. Like Chris, like these guys probably a they genuinely dig his shit, but they're also just like. Man, like that's. I mean, don't you hear all the time people tell you like I can't, I could never do what you do stand up wise, man. Yeah. And we don't think twice about it because we're just we're doing. I know. It. But um, I, I mean, like I had some uh, this dude uh, uh, come up to me a show a couple nights ago, and you know, people that try to pitch you about their if you they find out you're funny or or they're like you got to meet my friend who's funny or like yeah. I can't tell you how many girls I'll run into that are just like. After they find you a comic, they're like, I'm actually pretty funny myself. Yeah. Like, I'm actually, like, friends All the time. tell me I could be, like, like everybody wants I could to do be. Um, so, <laughs> so I meet this um, yeah. uh, couple. I'm going to this wedding this weekend, right? Friend yeah. of a friend. And I meet the couple in Arizona, and they come to my show at least. So at least I was able to, like, have some give and take. And, like, I gave them tickets. They came to the show. Yeah. And it was great. So, like, we had some sort of meeting before I just go to their wedding, and they don't know me, you know, and I'm still yeah. at their wedding. But it was a classic case of. We're having some funny banter. I, at one point, I go, you know, hey, and just to let you guys know, when I go to weddings, like, I'm a big crystal meth is my thing when I go. Like, yeah. that's just what I do. I, I'll pop out of the cake, probably, even if it's not equipped for people to come out of. Yeah. I, I figure it out, because meth is just, like, very great for problem solving. <laughs> and I just go on this whole thing, and they're, like, you know, laughing, and then they start adding on to it. Like, yes, we have salsa. We have a crystal meth table. And, joking. Nice. and so then the dude, but then now there's a pressure on non-comedians when you open the gates like that sometimes for them to either... Uh, add in, they feel like they have to like yeah. join in on the funny or just sit back. And hey, I'm telling you right now, people, if you naturally have the funny bone in you, jump aboard the fucking bit boat. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but if yeah. you don't, stay off it and swim yeah. back to shore because get that's on that boring raft <laughs> and go back and fucking have a finish the barbecue with the family that's yeah. on, the, on the beach. This guy then starts going, yeah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Santa Barbara. Like, that's where the wedding is. I'm like, I used to date a girl in college up there. I love it up there. And he's like, yeah, I used to date a girl up there, too. He's like, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, the good old days. And then looks at his, like, fiance. And he tried Oof. to make a joke, like, and that was his way of being, like, right, comedian? Fucking. And I just kind of, and it was so weird. Yeah. And I go, and I look at her, and she looks at him like, what? Yeah. And then I go, Nah, he meant like the good, like the good old like nineteen, like when ninety, the nineties when slip and slides first came. Like, and, so what time is the wedding on Friday? Like, and yeah, I just yeah, quickly yeah. tried to shift gears. So it's like, dude, just why would you have to make it so weird? And you're going to this wedding now, or you already yeah, did the wedding? No, I'm going to it on Friday in Santa Barbara. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it'll be great. All right, I'll go. <laughs> I mean, dude, I feel like you and I would rip up a wedding, dude. It'd be funny. I like any you, me, kind of Santino, and Divine would be the best. That'd be throwing, throwing Glassman too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But Rick has to actually like drink and stuff and hang. 
Although he'll dance. He kind of gets funny when he, he dances. He goes pretty crazy. We've been dancing dance. at nightclubs in Hollywood. Yeah, like, dude, talk people. about this real quick, man. I feel like uh, <laughs> so season two of Undateable is coming yeah. out. First of all, let me just preface with Brent is here because uh, he's one of my great friends, and he kills it on the podcast. And yeah. it's and Brad, my co-host, yeah. got a radio DJ job up in San Fran. Yeah. He's now 5 to 9 a.m. on Live 105 in San Francisco. Does he like it? Yeah, he does. Nice. He, he, the adjusting to 5 to 9 a.m. is not easy. Yeah, like, he's going to bed. I'll be texting with him, at, and all of a sudden at 7.45, he's like, all right, man, I got to go to bed. I'm like, <laughs> that sucks. What about stand-up? It's hard Cancel to do. all his road dates. Um, wow. Because he just can't. He's doing some shit lo- locally. He's going to do some, like, oh, I think a monthly show at Cobbs and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, but he, and he does dig. He was on the road 42 out of 52 of the weeks last year. Oh, so he fuck. loves being in town and having weekends now. Yeah. And San Fran's great. And the money's say. great. And something different, man. He's going to not stop doing stand-up. But um, that being said, uh, you know, Brad and I are still – he's coming down this weekend. We're going to knock out a couple podcasts. But uh, uh, every now and then we've got to get some fillings. Hell, yeah. And uh, I love that you're a staple for that. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. <laughs> uh, but Undateable is coming back, which it's is coming great. back, man. I'm excited. When do you guys start taping again? December. We start in December. Writers go back in two weeks. They just finished, like, I think, hiring the writers – uh, John DeWalt and his wife were hired. It's no shit. Do you know Matt Hofstetter, dude? That uh, he's Sounds doing. A movie. He's doing a movie with Chris. He's been in the laugh. Uh, he's friends with me and Chris. He's a writer. Okay, a lot, lot more movie stuff. But they hired him too, and he's boys with us. Wait, maybe I did. I think I just he's got actually... glasses. And yes, shit. dude. He's yeah. a dope guy. Yeah, I like him. He's nice. always calling you player and yeah, shit. Dude. Yeah, so he got hired too. So I was just kind of like, oh, we're stacking up. Like yeah. his friends dude, and shit. And so people hopefully. that know your voices. Yeah, dude, John people that could have fun and with are going to crush it for and you And new generation people, too. Like with Steaky and all them and yeah. Killing it. Fuck. Also season, oh, season two. Yeah, dude. I just want to f- work. Did you? Of course. It's fun. Did you think you were going to get a season two? I was on the fence. I was like, I would say 50-50. How much I, do you pay attention to ratings and reviews and all that stuff? Uh, more than you can imagine because I was just kind of like. Because you're on a show. You're yeah, on a network on show. A show. You want to read everything about it. I just want to see like, like um, I was like, well, w- w- what numbers did we get? And then I was like, well, we were so-and-so in the demo and like overall we had this, which was better than projected and this. And I started thinking like, Jesus, man, when you dream about being on something like this, you never think that you're going to be doing all the statistical yeah. like thinking. Yeah. But then you start getting into it. Now it becomes like, oh, you know what, though? We had a, we had a 0.9. But we went up against LeBron. LeBron pulled a so-and-so. And, and actually, this show pulled a such-and-such. And we didn't dip in the second. So you think, like, so we got about a 44% chance of coming back. Like, that's in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, we don't know shit. Like, we're like, oh, it's not a good thing, man. <laughs> like, when they put us back-to-back episodes, I, I thought it might be a good thing. Because I thought people watch shit in order. They just like to watch things right away. If they don't, then they, I feel like they'd check out. Yeah. I feel like if we were back like one episode a week at that point, like coming out that way with yeah. a show full of people that nobody knows in the summer, yeah. I feel like people wouldn't really pay attention. They'd watch one and then forget about it, even if they thought it was funny. But they went back to back, and we didn't dip from each episode because I think people just... Most people are lazy and don't want to move, and they just leave it on. Yeah. They like it enough to be like, well, let's see what else it's got. Yeah. Like That's the reaction they have. What was your And reading? it gets better. Oh, jeez. Um, and by the way, for uh, you uh, non-TV was uh, people. Hollywood Game Night. Yeah. lead so, means what show came on before yeah. you. Yeah, so it was a Hollywood Game Night. So I'm hoping this year we get a, like, a nice winter. Maybe some ER reruns or yeah. something. Yeah. ER, bring Clooney back. ER All Clooney so- episodes. <laughs> I'd watch. Are you kidding me? If they just did a uh, clip show of Clooney ER clips. Just do Clooney bloopers. <laughs> 
By the way, Clooney oh. Bloopers is playing at the Troubadour next Saturday at 7.30. <laughs> Clooney Bloopers! Just gonna, th- oh. This is what I'd be thinking of as an exec, and I'd be making millions. Because they'd be like, dude, he just did Clooney Bloopers, like, 10-episode season. All the bloopers from anything he's done in his career. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't watch a whole season of Clooney Bloopers? <laughs> just do Clooney CBs? Bloopers. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Yo, you could do any any bloopers. Tweet at Brent and I. Brad uh, Pitt hashtag, slips. Hashtag Clooney bloopers. <laughs> and, but, and Brad Pitt slips. Those are the two. Brad that, Pitt <laughs> slips and Clooney bloopers. <laughs> Those two are coming oh, out. Oh, my I, God. I'll do it myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just making millions off shit that's already happening. I'm telling you. That's... That's the future of television. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, all right. So, but I was, but so you're um, now the season two is coming back. Yeah. You're, I've been seeing you post a lot of pictures of you at, uh, at clubs and bars. Yeah. With famous people and non-famous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just <laughs> oh, living shit, it up. A lot cool. of like Brent stoic, like I'm fucked. Like, and here's we had a night. Didn't we have, we went we out. We had a great night. We had two, two or three good nights. I wish I hung out uh, more, man. Cause, yeah, I, know. Uh, I, I don't know where you are. Where are you? I'm always around. I know, man. Sad. Well, I've been on the road a lot this summer, but I'm I'm kind of around. Like you know, we go to these fun places. Yeah, hide. Went to a birthday party. Anytime you go to a club, ask me because you know I'm a fun time. Yeah, that would be uh, great. But and I know that because just from hanging out too, it's like I when I'm drunk, I make a visibly drunk face in a picture if it's being taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're drunk. You fucking model it up, dude. And you get so stoic, and you fucking like act like everything's together, yeah. even though you're probably moments away from A, puking, or B, fall, that was me falling Vegas. over. That was me in Vegas. But these people post on these things being like, and you know, you're good-looking guys. You got these stoic photos, these fucking... <laughs> but you're just like so like just looking at the camera like everything's great. And I'm yeah. like, these people don't even know. I'm he probably gone. fell over I'm right gone. before the picture was taken. Oh, gone. Probably <laughs> threw up. And just keep going. And but because what? picture, I got to focus, and sometimes it's like if I'm really drunk, I'm like, "Come on, you got this." And so then I end up looking like an asshole because it's, then it's like the guy you hate in photos. <laughs> I might as well be doing pursed lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like everybody Brad next Pitt to me slips. shit fit. Yeah, just kind of like, yeah. Brad Pitt slip nips lips <laughs> nips. Brad Pitt sl- nip slips. <laughs> I feel like Brad would hang. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened to your voice? There? I'm losing my voice. I don't know why. Well, I hope it's not from drinking. Not that I'm doing it every day. How are, I have recently. I said this to somebody. Every I, had week. To, I had to take a break, man. You know, I was just up in Seattle babysitting my nieces for, yeah. for a week by myself. Yeah. I was Mr. Mom, dude. And I had to take a break from drinking because I said to myself, I was like, you know what? I don't drink a lot. I was like, only when I do shows. Two, and then somebody was like, when do you do shows? I go, two or three times a night, every night. I go, so you drink every night? I go, Okay, man. Fucking take it easy. Once yeah, you mind yeah, your yeah. own business, but it's like, but I don't get fucked up every night. It's yeah. like getting drunk is like, I, I don't know. Maybe once every couple of weeks, or I, I also have a good tolerance, you. I guess. But I, I, I uh, well, you're yeah, come on, man. You're well. You know, no, I, I was. I, I got, would I got have four a drink years or on two you. here and there, but then like the the this last weekend killed me. I was on a four day bender because it was. Played at college, and then I was boozing there for a second. Then I fly home. I went to Vegas for the weekend. That was day and night. How and did then you I handle came back. You just ha- think you're invincible at this point, don't no, you? No, I don't know why. Because in my head, I'm going, I got to not. Well, Vegas, I was like, we're having this is my, the only time I'm not doing a show on a weekend in a, like two years. And I'm like, I'm going to go out. There's, we got all this Everything's fun paid stuff. For. Come yeah, on. it's great. Even though I spent, I spent you're so hanging much out money. with Bastille. What are you going to, yeah. like, you know? Bastille. Carpe DM is. I just wanted Harry Styles to hang, dude. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I like that kid. What? He's fun. He lo- <laughs> You've seen him before? <laughs> I've never met him, but he just, I've heard nothing but good things. Sure. And he's kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, and come on. He seems cool. He and it's also kind of, it's just a funny sentence. 
Like, where are you? Dinner with Harry. You know, it's like Brent's yeah. with Harry Styles. Yeah, Conor Jr. is where I would go with that. Yeah, that's fun, too. <laughs> what about yeah, who's another fun one? It's fun. Yeah, that's a fun to suggest. Think about fun hangs. Harry and the Hendersons. Like, how many? What different Harrys would you be hanging with? Well, it's like it's like if like like oh come on, Brent, find one. Oh, if it's like <laughs> if uh, it's like if you were just if like John Lithgow or if like fucking Nathan Lane was hanging out here, but like even better than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we can no, come up with some better. Examples. Like if Brad Pitt there you go. was just hanging out here. That's funny. If you're at like a fancy dinner with Brad Pitt, that's like, ooh, that's nice. That's a story. That's cool. Yes. But if Brad Pitt is hanging out here, like if you're like, what are you doing right now? Oh, me, Adam, Brad are just kind of hanging. He's, he's hanging out. We're doing a podcast. You know, and he's just on the couch on his phone and shit. And we're just like, what are you doing, BP? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's just like, told you not to call me that. You know, I, I'm for that cause. And I'm like, yo, me too, man. I get it. I'm just like, Jesus, Brad can't take a joke. <laughs> Fucking Brad Pitt slips. And it's like can't deal with it or like if Clooney if Clooney's using your bathroom and shit and just hanging I mean eating cereal and you're like dude get off the mic talking about a NyQuil dream I had two weeks ago (laughs) like that's kind of funny to me like if Derek Rose and I are at Dupar's you know Jesus Christ how many celebrity hangout fantasies do you have well I was just I'm trying to think of these right now on the spot but I'm thinking like it's one thing you went from John Lithgow to Derek Rose (laughs) in less than a minute well last time we talked about how athletes are the only ones I really get starstruck by for sure which any like professional athlete I'm like this is awesome yeah you know are you um, did you hear about Keith Oberman shitting on Derek Jeter recently who shits on? I'm a Keith Red Oberman, Sox fan. Oh, I, and to, I don't shit on. Jeter. I'm gonna have to send you this uh, link. Keith Oberman on his show. And Keith, Keith Oberman. I, I used to dig him. He's an idiot, man. He. Uh, and I don't care if he listens to this podcast. And and, and if he does, and, that's and, awesome. And, and, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Keith, what's up, man? Thanks for listening, dude. But, but he goes on a probably five minute. Mo- he's great for these long rant monologues. He's yeah. like really spot on. Uh, he probably writes it all and he just delivers it like he's not even reading a prompter it's just all coming from his brain to the mouth and he shits on Jeter being like he's not that big of a deal he goes unless you're he goes if you're in your 30s Jeter is what you think of when you think of the Yankees he goes it takes you to be 41 or 42 to understand that there's so many better Yankees he goes Jeter's won what three World Series he goes he's not that great but he just basically like doesn't tear him down but goes fucking chill out man him retiring is not that big of a deal and I'm like Yo, dude. He's like the face of the Yankees. Yeah, and it's like 20 seasons, dope, pretty much all 20 seasons. Also, oh man, I wish I was with him so I could have said something. I was like, here's how you judge great greatness. He's in New York City where if you don't perform, they, you, they shit on you more yeah. than any city. Like, it's really like, and they never fuck sh- you, get out of here. Yeah. But it's like, Jeter's like the one dude I've noticed never gets the shit. Nope. He's always like, in that locker room, A-Rod must have been like, I don't want to talk to you right now, so Jeter. And he's like, don't blame me because I'm liked. You know, like that shit had to happen. Yeah. Because he's never hated. He's like, everybody's going to, and I'm a Red Sox fan, born and raised New England Red Sox fan. It's 50-50 where I'm from. It's either Red Sox or Yankees. That's yeah. it. Like, school divided all through high school, everything. And even I don't hate Jeter. And so many Red Sox fans don't hate Jeter, which, which is, makes no... How? How? How did he do this? How does nobody hate him? Yeah. Except this fuck. <laughs> Except Oberman. He's, something personal must have happened. You know, apparently Jeter, you know, for his hookups, he gives these gift bags. Gift bags. That's even nice. Which, by the right. way, that's incredible. Yeah. Think about what you've given to a girl that you've hooked up with that's been like... That's an easy STD joke. I skipped it. Okay. Because you never know. You know, I wasn't going that route. <laughs> I was thinking of actual tangible things. Like, I don't know what I've given. Did you give her I've like the rest of the... I've had girls take things. 
You've gotten robbed? Yeah, shorts, basketball shorts go away a lot. For sure, yeah. And I'm like... Can I borrow a tank back. top? It's your yeah. favorite tank top. You in the in the heat of passion. Uber. You I'll get like an Uber, and then it's like five minutes. So away, Brent Moore will get you an Uber, Uber and basketball shorts. Derek Jeter gives you a Rolex or like a gift know, bag, signed jersey. He gives all that stuff. Hundred dollar gift certificates to Morton Steakhouse. I mean, does he? I don't know. Man. I'm just thinking of That's stuff I would fun. want if I fucked him. But it's like you think you think you think cleats. I want cleats. Uh, cleats. Yeah. Maybe a little a, you know a signed framed picture of like the plate from one of the World Series. Yeah, that and some cleats that so I like could have in my fact, living room. To yeah. be like this one I fucked Jeter. Uh, this, this is undateable poster. Yeah. You know, shit like that. <laughs> he doesn't have to do that, by the way. Yeah. He doesn't have to give stuff out. Yeah, Keith yeah, Oberman, yeah. so what I'm, I'm, what I'm uh, trying to, to uh, hint at is maybe Oberman didn't get a gift basket one night. Maybe he uh, showed yeah. up. Or maybe he knows a girl that didn't get a gift basket. His wife was probably... There, you know, it, there it is. Taken down. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. You hear that, Oberman? It's we're coming bad. after your oh, wife now, too. Oh, we're sorry. <clears throat> Uh, why am I? You know, I'm done apologizing. <laughs> I say things they mean things. What? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what? Um, Where is my voice going? Well, it probably. All right. So you got. Probably booze. Grab some more of that booze. You got to talk about. Uh, you know what? I think what did it is uh, the Oddball Tour. And if you don't know what the Oddball oh, Tour is, yeah. Brent Morn was one of the lucky. Dude, I mean, I don't know. Like, let's. If we look at on paper that lineup, and I'm not. Oh, you know what I'm not going to say? I'm not going to say that there's no reason you shouldn't be on that, because. Right, uh, but but let's look at let's look at the let's look at let's look at the lineup. It's crazy the the greats, like yeah. name name who was on this tour. This tour went all over the country, like six, ten to fifteen thousand seat uh, amphitheaters. Yeah, man, and I had all over the country. Sixteen in Camden, it was crazy. Sixteen thousand in Camden. Yeah, Camden Yards. Oh, man, Camden, Jersey. Okay, which is kind of all right. Well, shady. Was it really? I mean, it was nice there, but I heard it's like a murder capital or something. What did you murder on stage? God, it yeah, set you dude. up for that. Dude, it was great. I mean, it was like... Na- name the people on this tour and then throw yourself in there. Louis C.K. headlining, Aziz Ansari, Bill Burr, Jim Gaffigan, Jim Jeffries, Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer. Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings. Dave Chappelle making Dave Chappelle, Chris D'Elia, but nobody likes him. Reggie uh, Watts. Reggie Watts. Dimitri uh, Mark Martin. Mark Maron, if I'd said that. Dimitri Martin. So basically everybody <laughs> who's like in the mindset of comics made it. Yes. And then There's only a handful Gerard others. Carmichael. Yeah. Me, Dalia, I would say, with like the two. Funches. Ron Funches. It was kind of... You say you were else? Oh, um, Nick, Nate Bergazzi. Yeah. Did uh, did a couple. Uh, Moshe Kesher yeah. did a couple. Yeah, it was... And you got... Uh, and you were telling me when you got called, because you did the side stage last year. Yeah, there was I like a, There was a smaller this, stage. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're doing it this year. And like, cool, the side stage? Fucking bring it yeah, up. Yeah, well, I didn't understand why they were asking me to do side stages in other cities. Yeah. Because Irvine, it was like a 40-minute car ride. Yeah. That was like, hey, you want to do 10 minutes on a side stage when people walk by and hopefully people stop and listen? <laughs> I was like, sure. And then hopefully know, people then walk maybe by. Maybe you can go backstage when the show starts. <laughs> hopefully that's, that's what it was. Hopefully they don't walk by and get too confused and angry that the side stage wasn't bare naked ladies, but yeah, it's actually comedy. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> which I was shocked. They were actually awesome. The second stages were great because everybody's there for comedy. Yeah, you forget that. You think people are just like, shut up. Where's the disease? Um, oh, Chris Hardwick was on the tour. Chris Hardwick. Why would he? I love Chris. So you fuck. fuck. What is it like? <laughs> Forget Chris. What is it like? Uh, first, so you all travel by plane to each city. Yeah, and then you meet backstage, and you're just kicking it with the greats. Yeah, and yeah, you're going somewhat. up first. Somewhat, I was first. It was oh Jesus and Jeff Ross, yeah. Brody Stevens Brody too, Stevens, yeah, because they would host. And Jeff Ross, it was just like 
it was set up for su- success. Jeff would do like fifteen twenty in front of me. People already know who Jeff is, so it helped people sit and like get ready. Yeah. And then so by the time I was up, it would was he like roast party. the crowd or could he not? Because yeah, he many would. Right. He would because they gave him like an iPhone where he could like show people, and That's then incredible. it would be on a jumbo. That's incredible. And it was like they were like, "You want to try this?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to try it." And then of course he just was amazing at it. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's yeah. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Adam so, just tried to kill a moth. I think with which, his iPhone. With left handed. Guess what? Opposite, I, had to be opposite hand because yeah, the, the <laughs> swing he made was so dainty. <laughs> it was I so. Take that over, man. Oh God! Please, nobody post video of that. Just uh, yeah, is what I that, expected that's to come noise. out. That's what and, happened. And in my you head. missed, I think. In my head, the sound I went was, "Come here, man. Come here, you <laughs> moth." I missed. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? You got it. Do you see a moth flying around in my vicinity? I think he's on the ground laughing. Holy shit! There he's next oh, there to the light switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love when people search to see what they should hit with. Give me some play-by-play. And there he goes. He's got a Seattle Seahawks Nerf ball. Moff is unaware, just enjoying his life, probably walking up to his family. He's taking a little time. <laughs> Adam took a little too much time, and the moth flew away. I he swung. Away and then I gave Did it. it with the right hand now. Worked a lot yeah, better. Uh, clearly a stronger hand, as you can that see, was great. right? That yeah. was perfect. A lot more force and great determination. Great form there. Thank you, by the way. It's like one of the hot guys by the truck with a golden retriever <laughs> for where they kill their moths. Holding the, <laughs> Holding the football. Hot guys don't kill moths. They find them. They bring them back to their families. I see. They get their families like a new house. Outdoors hot guys are great guest stars. Outdoors hot guys. <laughs> Clooney bloopers and outdoor hot guys. Um, do you, are you intimidated when you're hanging around all these guys? Or at this point... I was. I was actually more nervous for how guys like Mark Marin and like Hardwick and guys that don't see me do stand-up or like Aziz would think if I was funny uh, more than, I, than the crowd. Because I was like, in my head, I was like... Bombing is one thing, but bombing while people you look up to. Oh, by the way, Jim, that reminds me, Jim Jeffries also on it, Michael Che on it. Uh, bombing while people you look up to are like on the side of the stage and having to walk through that and then being like, because everybody on, oh, and Sarah Silverman, I don't know if I said it, but everyone that was on the tour, besides like Chris and Ron and um, like Hannibal Burris and uh, Jim Je- or, and Jeff Ross, like I knew them. You know, yeah. I knew them enough where I could be like, hey, man, how you been? You know, to where you could feel comfortable being yeah. like, I'm supposed to be on this tour. Yeah, which is like, uh, not even felt like being on this tour, okay. but enough where I'm like, you gu- I'm going to talk to you guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. You know, I was lucky because I met Marin once in Montreal and uh, I just liked his vibe. He has yeah. this kind of East Coast, like, yeah. fuck you, you yeah. know, kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. And so we, we. You know what he said to me real quick uh, yeah. when I uh, met him in Montreal, too? And actually, he, we, he, we were on the same show. And he just had to do three other shows that night. And his manager left, so he just looked at me and goes, do you want to roll with me to these? One second. Uh, Moth is back. He's going to get it this time. Killed it. Stained his wall. He's probably <laughs> upset about that. Hopefully a girl notices. Did you stain your wall? Nah, I'll fucking clean that up later. A little Lysol yeah, will take care of that. Yeah, fuck yeah. You let it dry out. the first moth I've killed? No. Everybody knows you kill a moth, you let it dry out, then you just pick away the legs. <laughs> <laughs> It's classic uh, moth killing. We're putting it. that in a movie. Uh, so Marin, so he invites me to, the, to his next three yeah. shows just to go hang oh, with him because oh, he wants awesome. he wants a buddy. So yeah. we ended up just hanging out the rest of the night and it was dope. And um, but before I go out for my set, he looks at me and he just goes, um, uh, he could tell I was kind of pacing a little bit because it was my first show of the festival, and I was just kind of like, yeah, right, fucking, I want to, you know. And there was so I knew some industry people were there, and so um, I'm pacing. And he just taps me on the shoulder. He goes, "Hey man, it doesn't fucking matter. None of it matters." And I was like. 
luckily I like knew who Mark Maron was enough, and we've been talking a little. Chummed it up enough to where I was like, he's not trying to psych me out. Yeah. He's trying to psych me in. He's trying yeah. to be like, dude, just fucking do what you do. Yeah. What's the subtext there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But in his, you know, a little bit of bitter Marin, but still seeing the upside of things, like, yeah. dude, fucking, you know what you're doing. Stop yeah. pacing and go do it. Yeah. It's like um, a dad saying, like, uh, it's like if a, a, a kid is like, 0 oh, and two count in little league. His dad's a third base coach. Calls time, pulls him over, and oh, says, "It's shit. okay. Listen, just focus. You have it. I believe in you." And he would be same exact undertone of that. He would yes. be saying that, but what he says is, what "The fuck is wrong? Yeah. Just hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got this. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. that's because he would do that shit with me." Well, the first show, funny shit. I saw him in the lobby of the hotel when I got there, and I was like, "Hey, Mark," you know, and he's like, "Hey." And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, you nervous? You know, and this is like before I go, yeah. And then he, go, he was like, we were both a little bit like, this isn't going to fucking work. It's outside. Like, that was kind of the energy. Yeah. And then when we, we were like, do you guys want to see the stage when we got there? And we're like, yeah. When we got out there, you get a little giddy because you're like, it's empty. You know, like nobody's in there yet. So you're and just it looks even this, bigger, right? You're just like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Yeah. Like, this is cool. So and then fired up for it. the best thing was the first, it was the first show. And uh, we we walk out. Me and Marin walk out with Jeff Ross, and we're like, uh, "Oh, fucking!" Marin and I both had the same reaction, which was like, uh, "Oh, we'll be all right. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna have fun." You know, Marin kept saying that we'll have fun, and then Marin was like, "Can I actually test the mic?" And then he, thank God, he did this. He goes, "It's a little loud for us on this side," and so they turned it down a little bit, and made it perfect. And then Jeff Ross, they were like, "Do you want to test your guitar?" You know, so and for me, you have to understand something. We talked about this before. Music to me is like the fucking mecca. Yep. And like the goal, I think, of anybody would be to to play, you know, amphitheaters in the summer. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's dude. like every come on. That's where you found love. That's what you did in high school with your friends, where you got drunk, where you totaled a car, where finger you got to a fight with your the, mom. Finger to chick to the Counting Crows at a winery in ninth yeah, grade. That's fucking great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a sophisticated. It was a great day. You were a sophisticated ninth grader. Jesus. No, I just got lucky. I just grabbed a titty and ran into a porter potty. Uh, you know, come right back to that in just a couple minutes. Yeah, but that was twenty four. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> never did that. I was too scared. No, yeah, yeah. I just looked at girls that I always liked and would just kind of act like I didn't like her, and then she'd be like, "Hey," and I'd be like, "What's up?" And then I'd be in the car telling my friends, "Like," <laughs> but she said the way yeah. she said, "Hey," she said, "Hey," you got to understand. Let me know. She doesn't like you, man. She's going out with oh, Eric because okay. he you plays there? lacrosse. Were you like, there? Yeah, but I'm telling you. She likes me. I'm not wrong here. And finally, later, she was fucking Eric. But, you know, you learn. And fuck her. I got to be on that stage. Yeah. So, but we're all out there. And so I, like, go and I play one of the guitars. There's two guitars. Dude. Just to hear it, like, play a little bit. Amplified through yeah, the Yeah, because Mark leaves system. for a second, but then he hears, like, the guitars playing. And by the way, keep in mind, Jeff hasn't touched a guitar yet. I touched it first. I was like, I'll do it. I got it. I want to see this. And I'm like, cool, cool. And Jeff's so nice. He's like, fuck you do it. And I'm playing. And then Mark's like, can I try that out? I'm not going to say no, Mark, get away. You know, yeah. we just became friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, take it. And Mark starts playing. He's really good. He awesome. loves guitars. Awesome. So he starts playing kind of bluesy shit. By the way, that's a great bonder for you now, is dude. Not only that, he starts playing bluesy type shit. I go up to the mic and start freestyle singing. Oh my playing god! Playing with Jeff Ross, like this is like. 
10 minutes of being with all them, kind of. Like, so we're starting the off first the first 10 minutes. Kind of, yeah, where he's playing like bluesy shit, and I'm like, we're playing Tampa. We'll see what happens. Like, doing all that shit. Yeah. And like, he doesn't know I could sing, so I'm doing that because it's like. So Marin gives you a look of like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, but he's just in it, but he's also like d- doing the thing where he never goes, good for you. He's just kind of like still in his shit, almost like I've heard it all. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> I got to sing better. And Jeff is just having fun with it, kind of playing along too, you know? And then he te- like, but it was like a cool way to be like, oh, we're gonna be all right, do our thing, dude. That's a great story. Yeah. And then I do the first show in Tampa, and that's great. We have fun. What is but it like hearing sixteen thousand laugh at you? It was great. I mean, that one was nine thousand, and it was great. And then it then what happened is what do you say when you first come out? What's oh, your fir- on this tour? What's the first thing you say? I was only nervous. You say what up, Tampa? Or do you say just like hey? First thing I said, I got out. Jeff Ross just went up, and I know the lineup. I'm not unaware. I don't have that ego of like I'm the shit. So I come out and I just instinctually say, I was like, I'm not going to really think about what I'm going to say when I first come out. I'm just going to feel something. I walk out. I'm like, immediately I'm compensating for how many people there are there. So I'm By the way, this doing- is the exact same mindset LeVar Burton had for the first taping of Reading Rainbow. He goes, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to stick to the script. I'm going to let whatever I feel yeah. come over me. Yeah. If, I, if it's about books, cool, because that's what the show is. But if it's about... You know, Star Trek. That, <laughs> that if I, I want to pull in some, yeah. All right. Uh, just took a sip of a drink. I wasn't just icing out Adam for. If <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see the drink, that did just sound yeah. like a. It uh, sounded like okay, Adam man. finishing the story. But in fact, I appreciated that. And I thought in my head, I was like, I'm glad I mentioned Star Trek because now audiences at home would be like, one, who the fuck's LeVar Burton? And then sure. they go, Reading Rainbow. Now I know who he is. Some people only now know him Brent from. Know. Yeah. Now he knows him, knows him from Star Trek. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Also, it shows your um, willingness to jump aboard the bit boat with yeah, me like that. Yeah, I'm and that's in. why you're on this podcast, man, because yeah. you're always in the bit boat I'm with me. I'm always in the bit boat. I'm not that goddamn poor-ass raft <laughs> riding around with poor, ugly people, <laughs> fucking non-funny fucks and hot guys with golden retrievers and racist wives. Oh, God. Wives, sorry. Yeah. I'm not a Nazi of English. I'm also not a Nazi. Jesus, Brent. Okay. A lot of buried me lines oh, in here. Oh, God. Hey, right I might be on the unemployed raft. By the way, is. if that was a whole monologue <laughs> during ER, and they're like, George, just say scalpel, man. Yeah, and yeah, he goes yeah. off on a whole Nazi rant. And yeah, they're like, scalpel. Well, you know who else scalped? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Indians. The, Jesus. <laughs> I had to say Indians because people thought, like, ooh, did the Nazis uh-huh. scalp? And I was like, no, dude, I know English. And then he, I know history. <laughs> And then he says hashtag Jesus. Clooney boop bloopers. <laughs> Do you say Clooney poop? <laughs> That's another hashtag. Clooney hashtag Clooney boop. <laughs> Here's what a Clooney boop is. Anytime you fuck up in life, you just had a Clooney boop. Clooney bloopers are like bloopers of Clooney, which. Please post in hashtag Clooney bloopers. But anything you do in life, like accidentally like graze a girl's tit when you're saying hi, or accidentally like spill a drink on yourself uh, or something. Clooney boop. That's called a Clooney boop. Uh, Clooney boop. Jesus, Brent, remember it. Clooney. No wonder you fucked this audition up today. Clooney boop. I hope there's thousands the, of. Oh. I hope it trends and people go, "What the fuck is Dude, a Clooney boop?" And, and Clo- <laughs> Because here's why Clooney doesn't have boobs like move. No. in real life. He Clooney has zero boobs. Clooney doesn't trip. And I you know what we mean once. by boobs? <laughs> uh, skip ups, <laughs> mishaps, <laughs> uh, faults. See, for anybody at all, you couldn't see Adam's face. You're trying to define he, Clooney boobs. <laughs> because you have to have so much confidence. <laughs> You have to have the most confidence <laughs> to say, and you know what, you know what, you know what, boops means. You know what, Clooney boops means. And in my head, I go, oh, how's he going to define this? <laughs> and the way his eyes did six different types of things, 
as his brain. Oh. Honestly, it was like construction workers in his brain go, oh, oh fuck, it's coming. <laughs> Put the dam up. You know, because they're like, how do we figure this out? They're how many bricks Brooklyn. do we need for this? And he goes, your bo- boops are... <laughs> <laughs> you know what they are there And I'm like oh shit Because he had so much confidence I'm like man how do you think of something so I don't think so I've ever fast? been so confident in, Dude I hope I can pitch shows With that same type of co- Clooney boop confidence Cl- Clooney boop Fuck up an audition fuck fuck up That's up what it is Clooney It's everything Because you fucking You did a boop And Clooney one never said boop And has never done a boop In his life <laughs> Clooney's never booped Clooney's never tripped There's never been a yeah. moment In Clooney's life Where he's tripped over his own feet That was a trip different than a boop Yes, yes. A trip is a physical interaction. If Clooney trips, do you go, you just Clooney booped? Or do you just go, hey? You can. You could say you Clooney booped because it's something Clooney would never do. Clooney boops is something Clooney would never do. So there fuck up with a girl, come early. That's this more of the sexual stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, call your boss fat by accident. You know, sure. like do eat, weird shit. Eat, eats off of somebody's failing. plate without asking. Anything where you're failing is sure. a Clooney boop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Fucking Clooney boops. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even remember what we're talking about. I don't know either, man. It was gold. Um, Shit's gonna go viral. <laughs> I'm so confident. I'm trying to get into new apps. I'm trying to. Are you? I, well, I just feel like. What is your main social media uh, thing? Like, first of all, when Twitter, you're on, Instagram. When it you're used on, to be Vine. You're over it. Well, Vine when it first when I first started using it was the most like it's the most followers I have. It's the most like. Like, I used to do a Vine, and, like, that's when we'd look at it. I got excited about it. We'd make them. And then something happened where I just got sick of looking at it. Yeah. Like, when people Vine shit. Well, because there's a lot like, of stupid yeah. ones. And also, like, it's a lot more really young people. So I do, like, a foreign film series. Like, there's people that appreciate it, but most of it's like, what does this mean? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this Why aren't sucks. you talking about race or showing yeah. boobs? And there'd be times, like, me and Rick Glassman, my neighbor, who's on the show, too. His name's Bursky on the show. Um, but we, he's my neighbor, and... We started like devote like just being like let's do a vine today, and then next thing you know it's like three hours later we did t- one vine and we're like <laughs> perfect. No, you post. I'm posting it because it was on my thing. Yeah, oh, but then Jesus. you know what you do? You revine it, and then we'll do it like a series, oh, which was kind of fun. Yeah, but it was also kind of like, dude, if that was 11, way too much time. Yeah. for a vine. Sure. So that was the other thing where you're I was like, twenties. You're spending the entire day revolving. Yeah, around a which was not video. how I started. I used to make fun of people for that shit, and then I was like, now we're doing it because it was something like kind of fun of like thinking, what the fuck could I do that's funny in six seconds? Yeah. And then was, but then I just was like, ah, I can't. So Instagram I use a lot. Once you got video on Instagram, I it's didn't like best. it. I thought it was too long, and no. then now I love it. I think it's a perfect amount. Now it's now it's great. It should be longer. Yeah, and people I think are into it now. I think they're more into Instagram. Totally. At least people are. No, I, I'm seeing. I'm you, know? Seen, you know what I'm seeing? By the way, I'm seeing big viners go to Instagram mm-hmm. to promote their vines, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. They can put there their you vines go. In there. Instagram, the creator Instagram's got to be pumped, dude. They dude. get it, man. Those fucking viners, dude. I mean, there's this guy I'm friends with. He's he's on Vine. He's, his name's King Batch on Vine. Yeah, I know that kid. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Seems like, I like he's him. crushing it. He's killing it. He was there. I saw him backstage, just hanging out, confident. You know, probably been backstage before. I no clue boops hand. on that guy. No boops. That man has no boops. And if he does, it's six seconds and it got him two million views. But uh, nice line, Brent. I nice, couldn't do that dude. more like like Don Rickles. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for anybody out there, Don Rickles is an old guy that whoa, I look whoa, up to. Whoa. I said look up to No, but I mean if uh, you shouldn't have to clarify it to I anybody. shouldn't have to, but in this to generation podcast. This trash of a generation. Think, what do you think my demo is? Hashtag trash cats for anybody who's doesn't <laughs> the, know who Don Rickles is. The rival is. to Thundercats. You fucking trash cats. 
<laughs> just making all these new hashtags. I'm telling you, man. We're when you make millions. When you were on the road uh, in the Apple tour, what was your go-to social media? Um, or, were, or were you so present with the experience that you were like, no, you know what I mean? I made I'm, a sense. Like, everything was Instagram. I would want to tr- track every moment yeah, of that. Yeah, I was like, because I'm the worst at it. Like, even when we did the show, this is why it was nice having Rick, Rick with me, because he was like a Jewish mother. Like, everything was exciting. Like, I know he didn't have a disposable camera, but he should have the way he would be like, ooh, ah, you know, picture. Wait, when? Picture. Like, undateable. Like, when we booked undateable. Okay. I, uh, the picture of my dressing room, he took. The picture of the set, he took. The awesome. picture of us, like him or John DeWall, his, like, r- his partner in crime took. Like, and I realized after that, I was like, I w- I'm not trying to play it cool for school. I just would, I'm in it visually. And so it doesn't process me to be like, oh, I got to get on my phone to capture this. Yes. And there's been moments now in my life I go, I should have captured it. So seeing that, when I did Oddball, I was very present and like, no, I'm not only take pictures of me, but I take a picture of like fucking Brody or like do this, and it was, and, so, and we and everybody would do a free show. Like Chris would take a picture of me, you know, and be yeah. like, here, I got a good dope picture of you when you were on stage, because you'd be like, God, you got to take a picture of me on stage here. Like this is awesome. Yeah. those are my best photos. Those are photos I'm gonna have like blown up. I think one day, a thousand percent, just to have like also kids I can't be like, hey, you know, yeah. before I was washed up for my Clooney boobs. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was able to do this tour. <laughs> I also can't imagine like any first experience like that, like. You know, and I'm sure it even happens for Adam, who's had a lot of these experiences of being on sets and around a lot of famous people. I don't think I don't know when it goes away. Yeah, the 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 genuine like um, appreciation and um, uh, the awe factor yeah. of like like Adam just doing that movie with De Niro. I mean, hearing his stories, it's like sounds like he's. I don't see how you ever maybe in, maybe in, when we're seventy, when you're like I've done and seen it all. It, hopefully, you know yeah. that you're like. I think it's not something. cool, but like the, I can't yeah. imagine like when you guys first got on that set of Undateable, I would be fucking taking pictures of the chair that was yeah. like that the director was sitting like every because you're like oh man everything I grew up watching I'm now a part of. Yeah, I, I it's so weird. I think there was something every emptiness episode. I'm now getting to see yeah. what that real set looks like, and it's and it's funny. I think because I'm on it, and it's not a low appreciation of me, but it made it feel like this isn't a real TV show. You know, like when I saw a trailer for it or for something, sure. I'd be you like, know who you are. I was like, ah, this is just we're just doing a parody of the shit they actually have. You know, like I'm that's just it's a, a great uh, place to be, by the way. Yeah, I'm just kind of. I was like. Uh, you see, because then I'll see other ads for other shows, and I go, "Ooh, that <laughs> looks good." You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like our show. I'm kind of like, you. "Is this real?" The lighting's yeah. different, right? Ours is cheaper because right? you're putting them up on a pedestal. You're like, "Those are actors." Yeah, those are actors. That's those are real stars. Yeah, you know, I was so, just making a fucking yeah. you know boop filled vine yeah, 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 for the entire day and vine now, that Rick Glassman because he's fucking doesn't care and he's fearless knocked on our neighbor's door so we could use their balcony to do an action movie vine. We're both dressed like idiots. So and they're funny. like, um, okay, and like. <laughs> What was his pitch, by the way? He goes, "Hey, I know this is weird. I don't even know if you know what Vine is, but we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta use your balcony. Now this is gonna happen. Like, we gotta make this happen." Jesus, that doesn't seem like the way to go about doing it. Yeah, but Rick (laughs) had already met her once, but like, she was like, "Yeah, I know what Vine is. Sure, I think she might have followed us, to be honest, because she was like, oh, an action movie Vine, you know, where it's like we kind of had a little follow on our action movie Vines. (laughs) They were Um, incredible. Yeah, we had a great time over there." But no, like those kind of things, there's two, two things I process in the appreciation factor of something because you see it I, you see it on both sides. You see somebody kind of be like, do you believe the fucking food they have out here? You know, and you'll be like, no, because we're in space. Like it'd be like we're backstage 
with like this is this is part of history or this is like a great moment and you'll see people go like Ugh, do you believe this spread and you believe this and then you'll see on people, set you're saying I'm saying like either on set or backstage at an award show or even on like oddball oh, yeah. or some shit and those are people that have gotten so accustomed to the lifestyle that it's they- one I think either one they got accustomed to it but I think the big reason is because I think a lot of those people never had to really go through the shit you know what I mean like I like I had to do every fucking thing. It took me nine to ten years in L.A. to get one thing, and it was all stand up and working and and doing being a PA four hundred dollars a week, working nine to seven, and then doing forty shows a month yeah. for fucking four or five years. Yeah. So I truly appreciated, and was like, and so I. And you also didn't come up in that, like you, yeah, right? I you didn't, didn't grow up. I didn't grow up, but in that I was teachers from Connecticut and shit. So coming out here and being on that, like what your folks? Yeah, like we would sit and eat food in the like the living room and watch Seinfeld on Thursday because what? my parents are big sitcom fans. So it was Are like, they really? That, that was like oh my god. So to be on Thursday, they night, must be losing their minds right now. Yeah, they loved it. So there was like now their son is on NBC nine o'clock Thursday. So that was like that's Dude, crazy. That's incredible. But you can't not think about that shit. But. I think the reason why some people are complaining or shitty, and this is also why I don't think they get better, or this is why you know, they fizzle out, and you'll see it, and I can't speak for it, but you'll see a lot of like, like uh, hot young actor types that just kind of fizzle out, and you're like, well, they weren't really that talented. One, yes, they weren't that talented, but two, they never worked at it because they never appreciated yep. it. They didn't have that fucking struggle. Yep. I think you really need to lose to appreciate a win, and I think you need to be aware that Oof. like you're on a sinking ship at some point so that you can get better and better and better. Not be fearful of shit, but kind of just be like... Uh, if there was another moth, by the way, I would kill the fuck out of it with that speech you just gave, by the way. Like, you got to appreciate a loss to, to get a win. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, take it easy, Phil Jackson. I'm going to have to... Like, I might... Well, that's why I think I didn't take pictures, because I knew that I came in, like, and people were like, wow, you know? And I'm not taking away from Rick, because he's appreciating it in yes. the same way, but a different way. Yes. But my way was, don't fuck this up. Let's do the best possible job I could do. Because this, I could be fired. Something could happen. Yeah. Like I booked it, but it could go away. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that whatever happens when this is over, whether it gets picked up or not, I'm not going to be the reason that it didn't, and I'm also not going to be doubting myself for what I did. So I was phone in the room, didn't touch shit, was always on the script. And for the season, I was pretty much the same way. I was, I never had my phone on me. I would leave it in the room, and I would just want to work. And we had the, like shit Dude, like that. Great call, by the way. Was you that just, did somebody t- uh, tell you that? Like no, a- I just for me, I'm like if I'm working and I'm in on something. I'm in on it and it's like this is what I want to do right now so I'm going to do it also think about the fact that like these small things that's a great mentality to have by the way because like not having your phone by the way if there's a moment of dead air or where you're just sitting hey guess what man now you look up and you're not in your phone so you notice a crew member that all of a sudden you strike up a conversation yeah. with now you're making your whole surroundings and the environment you work yeah. in even more comfortable for yourself it to makes be it you because I was going to ask you what the balance is of being like I'm going to work and I'm going to be professional and I'm not I, I, I got to be weary of the fact that this could I could fuck this up and this could go away. Yeah. But also you want to be yourself and be able to enjoy it. And yeah. if you're not on your phone, I think that's how you do it. Making yourself comfortable in your surroundings. So now you're like, oh, that's a crew guy I see every day and I have a rapport. So now if I'm goofy yeah. and I look over and he's, he's going to laugh at me instead of judge me because we've had a little bit of rapport. Yeah. And you kind of have this – like here's the other thing too. I, like, I process from being a, a set PA at Conan. I very much lucked out. It almost feels like a written map in a career. 
because I could do a multi. Like people ask me, like from NBC, like execs, <clears throat> like drunkenly ask me at the upfronts when the show is picked up, which Yo. means they had zero fucking idea how everyone's I did it. fucked up. By the way, right? Yeah, oh, those upfronts. Oh yeah, it's upfronts. Free. By the way, it's free. It's upfronts gone. are the. That's where I shine, which makes me think I'm an alcoholic because I'm not. You handle your booze faced. well. That's not yeah, an alcoholic because I'm just tolerance is built up from depression, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Clooney boop uh, <laughs> Shouldn't have said it uh, But no In general Like this one guy Came up to me And he, he works in NBC And he was like How did you do it How did you Cause I Before this Had booked nothing else So okay. to be Some of these guys of the, Are looking at you Being like hey, How the fuck did you yeah, do A multicam you, on NBC You know And I realized why Cause I was a stand in At Conan for Andy Richter and it was a multicam setup where I had to walk out hit a mark and say my line so it was kind of like oh I already knew how to do that because I was there and like crew guys that's all I was always around like the camera guys and like the stage managers those are those were my family the guys upstairs because Conan is such a friendly place where there's no seniority so I was friends with all the producers and friends with all the people execs or everybody that worked there but downstairs is where I was all day so when I got on set on Conan I knew what props did I knew what they did like when I I would take risks and improvise shit that I wouldn't tell people, like like fall over a couch, and then I broke the couch in the fucking scene, and like props had to come out and spend 30 minutes to fix it. I know from props' standpoint, when I worked at Conan, they hate not knowing what you're going to do because then it reflects poorly on them. So I yeah. go up to them like, dude, I'm so sorry I broke the couch. I know now you get it's inconvenient for this, and they're like, they didn't give a shit. They're like, no, we're cool. If it was me as a PA, they might have been like, what the fuck, Brent? You know, Because I'm an actor on the show, they feel like maybe they don't want to say it. For sure. They still say they didn't care. But I'm just used to like that's their – if me being an actor on a show is the thing that I keep my phone away and work as hard as I can to do a good job on, yeah. that's how they treat their careers because gotcha. that's not a job. That's their career. Props treats props. Like if you look at a set of any show at home, look closely – You'll see family photos of like the actual actors. You see, like, there's a lot of set decorators do. Like, they give a shit, like, because that's That's their their job. That's their painting. Like, if ours is this is our painting, that's their fucking painting. And then, like, some people want to look down or say some shit, like, be like, ah, they'll fix it, Brent. Don't worry, because I would hear that from other people. I'm like, yeah, they will, but they should know. I didn't know that couch would break. One, two, I just did a bunch of shit like that all the time. Yeah. So that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I would always apologize if I fucked something up. But it also, it was my first time. But it was like you know that kind of shit goes somewhere. Now, so so uh, you so you still don't bring your phone. You won't for the next season. Um, yeah, I like to the idea of leaving my even, phone. Yeah, it, which kind of backfires because then I get people thinking I changed because I'll get like texts and shit, and then it's like you know, and and then you, so oh, dude, and then I, I can't write ask. them back right away. So and not, and then it's like fuck. well, first of all, people need to fucking take. It like yeah. they need to like take it easy with the the you didn't respond right away. I know you have your phone on you because we're, yeah, we're everybody we're, does. Everybody yeah. ha- even if you're not a comedian, everybody has their phone on them all the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody we're in a day and age where everybody texts. My parents yeah. who are almost seventy fucking text yeah. me all the time. It's a weird everybody. Shit. Yeah, that's. You remember weird. the first text from your mom? You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, are you, yeah, are you still getting it up? If I can, it was <laughs> Wait like, a minute. Yeah, what? Why'd she ask? Yeah, I, uh, anyway, it's Brent a Moore great has open relationship. <laughs> Clooney boops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you Clooney booped recently? Yeah, that's what I should have said. Yeah, I did uh, the other night, if we're going to be honest. You Clooney booped? Yeah. Dude, was that an early I'm arrival? sorry. Wait a minute. I had a oh. long day. Oh, Jesus. What was your name? Oh, no. Where am I? Can I when can I get my basketball Don't shorts call back? call them. <laughs> Who's your boyfriend? Oh, no. Oh, I made half that yeah, up. But the first sure. part was true. Yeah. It was terrible sex. Oh. oh, Brent, don't yeah. say that. I <laughs> can edit that out. At what point does that stop, too? Because this is the other thing. What? When, am I, when can I not 
When do I stop saying things? I don't think I ever want to stop. Don't have a filter, man. I hate that shit. You see it on Howard Stern sometimes. Where like, where Howard asks. This is why I fucking love Howard. Yeah. Because Howard asks like actors that are like, and I can't think off the top of my head. But actually, here's I'll do the opposite. This is why I actually liked Adam Levine because Adam Levine would be honest. Like certain James Franco would be honest. These are two guys you think would be like, oh no, I don't get it. it I don't get many women. No, actually, it's actually I'm home alone all the time. It's like no, you're not. Yeah. You're on Instagram. You're hitting up women. You're fucking doing your thing. Yeah. Let's talk about. Enjoy it. your goddamn life. I'm so <laughs> sick of this shit. Here's another hashtag. Hashtag be you. Fuck her. Wow. Nice. I didn't, you That's know what? I whispered hashtag. fuck her because I, I thought I needed more after be you because I, I feel like that. hashtag be you is already a hashtag Put probably. Put together right now. Yeah, It's probably some fucking BU. British new boy band. Yeah. Be you. Well, well, be you is Brigham Young University. But or Boston but, University. Yeah, yeah, or Boston University. Yeah. That's great that we both <laughs> know our colleges. <laughs> Wait, so... Uh, Isn't B- BYU Brigham Young University? You know what, dude? <laughs> You're going to come on my podcast? And wouldn't Bryant and University, me? the business school Bryant, in Rhode Island? Lane Bryant University? No, there's Bryant the University. Sto- what? Bryant University in Rhode That's Island. That's a real thing? Is yeah. it? Okay, well, That's the other there. BU. Okay. So there's BYU, BU. I'm sorry, I'm a doctor. Is there a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Is there a lot of uh, confrontation with uh, Bryant University and Boston University? No, it's BU and BC. No, no, because BU doesn't look at BU. <laughs> okay. Um, that was Boston University. Doesn't really. My guess has been Brent Morin. Uh, Brent Morin. <laughs> well, no, it's safe to sing because we're going to sing before we close this out. Um, so, so. Oh God. How? Oh. <laughs> oh, that was the best thing on the tour. So the first show, I don't sing. I don't sing. I didn't even think about singing. I have one bit in my act where I actually sing. Yeah. And in comedy, this is something. It's not frowned upon. It's just kind of like if you can do it, a lot of other comics would be like, what upon the fuck are you doing? No, it's frowned upon by our friend Chris D'Elia. It's Chris, frowned upon Chris by Chris says yes, if, you're, yeah. if you're a comedian, don't sing for real. Oh, really? Well, what, why don't you ask him about this, this shit? Because there's, there's a YouTube video sure. where I get people hit me up like, no real singing, Brent. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. I've gotten the same comments. Let, like, me, let me tell you something, yeah. you fucking YouTube idiot. YouTube Chris dumb, D'Elia. Clooney, Clooney, Clooney. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Clooney boops. I'm sorry. I'm so fucking mad at that now long hair shithead. That Rick Springfield fuck. It's all right. I've known him forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know Chris yeah. Can I get his number? Yeah. No. Anyway, here's my point to that. If you watch that video, I want people to go and watch that video. When he he makes real, right? fun of me singing for real and then goes in yeah. to singing for real yeah. a bit that he used to do five years prior yeah. about fucking, uh, what's his name? Seal. Yeah. He used to do a bit about Seal where he sings on stage and that is is his singing voice and that is singing for real for him but it's not good so that technically can be funny sorry if i mm, yes can sing well and adam ray yes can sing well Thank we're you. not clooney booper singers no. okay <laughs> <laughs> we're a hashtag real singers with a z that's the other hashtag Here, <laughs> fucking idiots here's what we're gonna do to close this out i'll be on broadway one day yeah you will well dude come on dude i'm once we finish writing, Brent and I are writing a movie, and once we uh, that shit will come out. Yeah, it's gonna come out. I, I'm saying it right now because it's a it's a reality. We're not gonna give you what it's about or what it's called, but just know that it's it's it's, it's gonna um, it's yeah, gonna make a nice might. splash. There might be some problems with the studio, sure. and Adam and I might not end up in it. Yeah, you know, but, what? We, <laughs> it, but it will come out. Hey, and I would love know for about Jason it. Bateman and uh, Jason Bateman to play. Oh, Bateman! I was thinking Biggs. <laughs> Which, by the way, wow. that makes me feel like I don't That's like Biggs. Like, I don't mind Biggs. He's a nice guy, I think. I, he's nice. Do you know him? No, man. He seems nice. He seems like he's great. Bateman's great, though. Bateman's great. Bateman should just play one of our bosses. Jason or ba- Jason something. Ba- 
I said Jason Bateman. Jason, <laughs> Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman is delivers in every movie. I just saw him in his latest movie He's with great. Jane Fonda and, and Tina Fey. Can I tell you something? Bank. Howard Stern, if you with him, he I've was talking it. about so in the eighties, yes. where he was like a guy who yeah. was getting shit, and then he disappeared forever. Yep. And he said, and Howard said, "Well, what was the difference?" He goes, "In the eighties, he got shit right away. He's like a teenager. His his sister got shit. Family ma- uh, ties, family ties. Yeah. And then he got stuff. And he said he just took it for granted and didn't appreciate the win. He goes, once he realized he was in the shit and losing, he really appreciated the win. And now, guess what? He puts out fucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Appreciate the was, wins that, with the losses, dude. That was you were like Jason Bateman's agent right there. And here's another thing: if you're losing, stop making excuses and figure out a way to fix that loss. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. So perfect. Way, so this perfect. Is, so each of you and I are going to take um, a verse. I'm going to take the first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is you and I. Do it as if you were in college and you're trying to sing to a girl. You just busted out the guitar, okay? okay. So I'll go first. What's up, Christine? You've got your ball. You've got your chain. Tied to me, tied, tied me up again. Who's got the clouds in you, my friend? Into your heart, heart beat again. Sweet like candy to my soul. Sweet to rock and sweet to roll. Lost for you, I'm so lost for you. You take your shirt off, that'd be great. Oh, here come crash into me, yeah, baby. Ooh, I come into Ooh. you. Oh, yeah, take your pants off, dude. Come into you, yeah. I lit these candles for you, Brent Morin. The second verse is coming up in just a second. Oh, <laughs> the boys' dream. Here it is all. Yeah. Oh. Okay, here we go. Brent Morin impressing a girl. This is your time to... Take off your clothes and listen to me Look in my eyes and say I'm your best friend Cause I'm for love Look me in the eyes and tell me I'm alright Cause I'm trying Oh, well, I'm now trying Hey, what's up? You didn't you didn't know that we'd both be here. I'm, I'm Brent. So I know he was singing to you, had you over, but Clooney uh. boobs. Tell you something. Oh, you could be. Oh shit. <laughs> my first crush. I noticed when you took off your shirt You had a little mole on your left shoulder blade I'm not against moles 
But I just wanna ask, is that from when you were born? Or is that a new more? Did you have some cream you could put on that? Cause it's kinda distracting. Distracting. Oh, I've never been a guy who's like to make love to a girl with morals. With are you a witch? 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 If not, if you're a witch, and if you are, I might be in. If there's no spells, then you can give me your. Pocus is one of my favorite movies. Oh, Bat Miller did a good job. Bat Miller is a legend, oh. Oh, and who was the other girl who was hot? Oh, Ooh, Jessica Simpson. Jessica Sim- Jim, Jessica, Sim- Jim Carrey. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized she was hot. No, Jessica. No, um, Jessica, Sarah, Jessica Parker. Sarah, Jessica Parker. Sarah. <laughs> that was a Clooney flip. Oh, Brent Morin. <laughs> Undateable season two Come starts very soon. soon. Hit him up on Twitter at Brent Morin. Hit him up on Instagram at Brent Morin. Undateable would be better than Fred's. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we go. Yeah, out, that's man. how we end. Show! That's the show! Thanks for tuning in! We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here. 
and it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.